Hey guys, we are back with Let's Talk Television with Ashley and Renee. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing Lock and Key and Nancy Drew. Yeah, let's start with Nancy Drew. (laughs) Yeah. So, what'd you think of Nancy Drew? Um, It had some highlights and some lowlights. (laughs) Kind of like getting your hair did at the salon. Yeah, I did my hair today, so that's kind of on my mind. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Highlights and lowlights. But yeah, guys. Um, so, so do we want to discuss the highlights first or the lowlights? I think we'll just discuss them all as we go along together. <laughs> Let's start with the lowlights. Oh, low hanging fruit. The low hanging fruit, so we can end on the episode's good qualities. All right, we can try that. Okay. So, go ahead. so, okay, I'll tell you what I did not like about the episode. There's too much stuff going on. You had Temperance, who's like ailing and, and from the supernatural force, and Nancy and Bess and Hottie Detective is trying to help her out. And then Nick is still missing. And then we have Ryan and Ace supernaturally locked into a room. That's about it. Then, then we find out later that the characters have one view of temperance, and the audience is going to have a different view of her. One more intense, yeah, more intense view, maybe. Because they uh, they're showing us more things than they're showing the characters. Yeah, I don't really like Temperance. I don't I don't really dislike her. I'm very neutral towards her, and I don't care what happens to her. <laughs> That's about right. So she basically sets them up. Uh, by letting Bess find something that supposedly can help them with the cobras. Like, how many times did they say the word cobra? Because I'm like, am I going to watch this show or not? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just the wait. word gets in my head. And I you thought, mean the copperhead? Whatever it is, it's a snake. Yeah. And I, snake. I just thought, please stop saying that word. It's all I could think about is please stop saying that word. Please stop saying that word. <laughs> and we know how much you love snakes. Oh yeah, so that was not in in their favor at all because I started trying to tune it out. Um, yeah, and then so Bess finds something that's supposed to help them catch whatever it is, and and so turns out later it was a setup. We didn't actually find this out to the end, guys. But um, so they go into the forest and they do the little trap and Temperance shows up. Oh my gosh, Bess, you shouldn't do this. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, she's the one that gets hit. Poor Temperance. Not. Yeah, I really didn't care. I was just that's like, my, oh, okay. That's my synopsis of, the, of that section. <laughs> I think that's a pretty accurate synopsis. 
because she's hit what with she's by the submitted light yeah the supernatural light and she's sick now and then Bess and Nancy and Detective Hottie what's his name so I can stop calling him Detective Hottie I can't yeah. remember that'll work for the moment <laughs> okay Detective Hottie they're all trying to help temperance and I'm like I really don't care about temperance why are you trying to help her Nancy's like here's my blood okay you know what you guys could probably do better without temperance but cool good for you we know Bess has a relationship with her where she's trying to learn magic from her and she's Nancy's what great 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 aunt or something wow isn't she yeah she is yeah um, so the best part about that was that he was there to see what was happening and to learn about more about them, you know, who they are and what they do as far as Nancy and Bess. And so that was the good, good part of him being there in the situation, you know, seeing that they're trying to help. And I think he realized they were trying to help to begin with, but I don't think he realized how far they would go to help. <laughs> What was more interesting to me than temperance ailing was when they were confessing all of their biggest heartbreaks. And, you know, Nancy, we know all about hers and we're pretty cued into Bess's. And then the detective states, I don't remember the name, but it's a woman's name. And he tells Nancy a little later on, Nancy assumes that it was his one true love and then he explains that it was actually a child who he had never met who had died. And we just got a little bit more insight into his character through that. I found that a lot more interesting than the whole supernatural stuff with uh, Temperance and her daughter and all that other, I'm sorry to say junk. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like junk to me. I usually really like supernatural stuff, but it was just too much going on. And I'll stop talking and you can tell me your feelings. Well, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting that they added this different layer to the episode with the, the memories showing up in the room where everyone could see them. Um, kind of reminds me of the shadows before that showed up. Um, that was kind of an, in an interesting addition to the show, and I know I, it's very supernatural, but well, I thought it was kind of cool, although it was a little confusing, especially when the, the ones came in that was there were attacking them, and then Nancy kept having to run to open the, let the light in the windows. First they were opening, they had to open it to do one thing, and then they had to go back and close them to do another. That was a lot of running around. And it was a lot of running around. Very disjointed part of the episode. Like, wait, we're gonna let the light in for this purpose. No, we need to close them. Close them. You know, close the windows for this purpose. And I thought, oh my gosh, how confusing, how weird, how out of sync it seemed to me. I understand what they were trying to do, but like I said, it was a lot of running around. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from with the memories. I thought that aspect was pretty cool, but just something about it wasn't right. I think they should have spent more time on it. 
it was just too much coming at us or maybe we could have spent more time in the past like instead of them just coming up as mirages or is that what you actually liked about it i liked the fact that it was kind of like a layered effect so okay there, but they're not really there and but everyone can see them yeah i didn't like that part <laughs> okay but that's okay like you said you know we have a difference of opinion and it's pretty right. cool to explore why we like certain things and why we don't like like other things okay so i finally found this person i think is her from the episode her name is eve played eve? by kayla smith was that his friend i guess i'm terrible with names so i can't remember well, of all the people in the episode, he looks the most like, uh, it's either her or her name was, Talia. Either one of them sound like it makes sense. Talia or Eve? I, I want to say it's Eve. Just looking at her picture. She looks um, like an Eve. No, she looks like maybe the one that's in the episode it would be nice if they told who she played in the episode i just wanted to make sure before i said anything but anyway so the woman that we're talking about is the one that was looking for nick that was who ended up being his old friend or possibly girlfriend who was the reason he got in trouble when he was younger because he was protecting her and someone died and she also knew him by his real name, Ned. Right. Because she knew him when he was younger. So yeah, it could be a friend or it could be uh, an old flame. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this is her. So her name would be Kayla Smith. If, if it's her, they like literally not making it clear, but if she was in the episode, whether it was her or not. <laughs> And hopefully they're going to dig a little bit deeper into her character. You know, she's not just coming to support Nick's role. Right. So anyway, so she was there at his place of work slash business. And I found it unusual later um, because she hasn't supposedly seen him in all these years unless she just Googled him. You know, he, she, but she would have to know what town he was in. And then she said, when she talked to George, George was like, you must have never been in Maine before. So, yeah, I remember that. I'm assuming it's because of the way she was dressed. Like, really? Not really. That's what I thought, because maybe she wasn't dressed warm enough. Because that's the first oh, thing that came yeah. to my mind was like, she didn't know it was cooler there and she wasn't dressed properly. <laughs> Is that not well, what George you thought? Did, George did say to her, you know, I don't want you to freeze out here. I'll go look for Nick. Okay. I thought she was just being kind of snarky. Okay. But I think she was being, you know, like actually telling her she didn't want her to be cold. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. Oh my God. She's never Literal. She's not dressing. She's not dressed properly to be here. That's the first thing I thought. So I'm sure that's then, what it was. And then it turns out she has been there before because she had that picture with him. 
Yeah, you can't lie when it comes to social media. If you yeah. don't put it out there. That was later. So anyway, she ends up going with George. And oh, by the way, I know where he would go if he was considering things. So yeah, she had been to Maine before. But she knew where he would go, you know. But then maybe that's point. also why I thought that maybe they had a romantic past. Because she knows more about his secrets. I don't know. Maybe she's just a really good friend. I think, I think we'll find out. Yeah, I feel like they were just really good friends. But anyway, so in, she finds him and he's not that upset to see her. He just seems to be like, what are you doing here? And it looks yeah, like... Yeah, that was weird. He may or may not know George... George brought her because the lights were so bright on the car. So I'm still not sure if he knows that George is in the car. But she she did mention that she talked to George. It was weird because it wasn't very climactic, was it? <laughs> like you yeah. said, he yeah. was yeah. he didn't seem he didn't seem upset. He didn't seem happy. He was just like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Was very blasé about it. Really, that's true. I yeah. wanted a little bit more of a reaction from him. That's true. Me too. Yep, I agree. I agree with that completely. <laughs> Especially with all the ado that he's caused, where people are like, "Where's Nick? Oh my God, where is he?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm just chilling over here. Hey, what's up, old friend, old bud?" Oh, buddy, oh, pal. That's my, yeah. my friend used to always say that to me. She's like, oh, buddy, oh, pal. <laughs> that sounds very old school. That sounds like it's from the 1950s. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I just thought about that when you said it. <laughs> anyway, so, and then the highlights. What are the highlights? The highlights were Detective Hottie. Oh, by the way, his name is Agent Park. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Uh, Agent Park. I'm really, really starting to like his character a lot. Oh my god, there was something, I think it was in this episode, right? So, when crap. That's the same. Okay, so Agent Park. You're starting to like him. Carry on. Well, I mean, I thought that he was pretty cute before, but now we're getting more of his backstory, and him and Nancy have pretty good chemistry. Oh. And he just seems like a nice guy. Okay, so what I was going to say about that was that um, earlier, when um, Ryan said something to Ace at the car, when they were getting ready to go, and... He said, he made a remark kind of like regarding Nancy. And then I think Ace kind of blew it off. But I thought, you know what my thought was? Really, you're pushing the storyline too much. It's not natural to me. That's the first thing I thought. The way that, that you know, that Ryan was saying, oh, like, woo, woo, you know, and then Ace just kind of blew it off. It was like when they were getting in the car, and they said something about Nancy, and Ace was like, "Well, she's really busy. We don't need to. We don't need to bother her." 
And then Ryan was like, hmm, like that. And I thought, nope, still pushing it too hard. Still pushing it too hard. <laughs> That's all I could think. But nope, that doesn't mean anything. You're pushing it too hard. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against the idea of Nancy and Ace. I know you definitely are. <laughs> I'm not leaving that under any doubt. <laughs> I think that they don't really have that much in common. Right. I mean, they're like cute together, I guess, but I'm I wouldn't exactly ship them. I mean, I, I I don't know. I think that she has better chemistry with Agent Park and with Nick and pretty much everybody else even what's his name with the bobsy twin oh, guy oh, although i really up. did not like him that was probably more like hate attraction for her anyway so they uh, they went to nick's looking for him and then they get there and they get locked in this room and it just didn't make sense to me except so I'm thinking maybe also, maybe also Nick is somehow locked in his own house. That's what I thought. Like, okay, they're locked in here. Maybe this means that Nick is somehow stuck in his own house, right? And then there's something yeah. to do with the ghost. What, what exactly was going on with this ghost? You that didn't occur to me, but I think that would have been a lot more interesting than the actual storyline of what <laughs> happened. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> So what's up with the ghost? I don't know. I really wanted them to explore that storyline because I think that Ace and Ryan being locked in the room together was supposed to be the C storyline, right? Because the A storyline is temperance. And and possibly. Okay, A, B, Nick. Who and else? then we've got Ryan and Ace stuck in the room yeah. and that's the C storyline right but that was actually the most interesting to me and well, I wanted them to explore it more but like you said it was just confusing and then so the D storyline was George and Eve oh yeah <laughs> which was like a non-storyline it was just kind of well, I mean, like it was, it was part of the Nick thing I know it was part of the Nick thing but yeah it was like a sub storyline yeah, like they were trying to, oh, oh, is it like, uh, we're, we're not going to go back there. But anyway, so what's going on with the ghost? I don't know. I really want to know what's going on with the ghost. And I'm a lot more interested in what's going on with the ghost than temperance. <laughs> because I haven't made that clear enough. Sorry, everybody. I'm going to stop talking smack about temperance. No, no. You, you have your one note on temperance, and I have my one note on Ace and Nancy, so that's fine. They just, so they, they cancel they each other out. They listen to this podcast. They know what we're all about, so I'm not trying to hide it. Anyway, so there's a ghost at the house, and apparently, based on the number of knocks, Ryan figures out what he's saying, and so Ace is like, you know, I got this, I'm a computer whiz, blah, 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 he's gonna figure it out. Um, moving on, <laughs> what else was happening? Well, first I wanted to mention that I kind of needed to rewind that, I didn't, 
because I was short on time, but I was like, this seems pretty cool. I don't know what Ryan's doing. It was a little bit confusing. Like you were saying, it had to do with the number of knocks and they were trying to see if it had something to do with a certain time frame. Right. Um, which was also a little bit confusing, but still kind of cool at the same time. Like, it was pretty in creative of him to think like that. Right. I think they worked really well together. And I just want to clarify, when we, when I say confusing, and I think it's also when Ashley says confusing, is because some things tend to be random and, like, come out of nowhere. As in, there is no previous reference to this ghost kind of thing. We didn't really hear that much before about Eve, except what probably last season, um, and even obviously I don't think we we didn't know her name. So that's what I mean when it comes to you know confusing during the shows. Like it just seems like it's suddenly there, you know. Yes, it's very random. <laughs> and we love that word because the name of my. Uh, my blog is at randomrecaps.wordpress.com. We didn't mention that today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of my favorite words. <laughs> I do love the word random. A lot of people say that my personality consists of random musings. And I'm pretty non-sequitur. It's just because you don't know what's going on in my head. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not speaking what's in my head like you know as I'm thinking all of a sudden I just blurt something out and people are like what's wrong with you you're so strange but anyway <laughs> that's the same way with me it's like yeah it's not, it's not really in my head it's just like flowing right from consciousness like dude whatever comes out comes out it's it's not free thought that's what our podcast is all about it's conversations and just to be clear the reason we don't always know the name is because we literally start the podcast from, hey, did you watch this? Like we're supposed to watch this? Yes, yes, okay. Let's pick it up and let's get the going. So yeah, it's like in the flow conversation, just to be clear. Yes. Moving on. So with anything else going on in this episode that we wanted to share? Um, yeah. We see that temperance has taken on a new form. There's a yeah. lot of background with that. Something about how, what we, what did she get her? I don't even know. It was something about her daughter's cells being regenerated. What oh, was that? Yeah, that's a great thing to have available. I wonder if she got it from her <laughs> umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah, where did it come from? I can't even remember. Random super random but what I do like is like you said Charity I knew her right away she's from the magician she's one of the main characters named Alice her name is Olivia Taylor Dudley and it, you probably will like her more than um, Temperance <laughs> um, she's excellent she's just an awesome actress I think that, I will something what, about something about temperance that actress i don't think she's a bad actress she just does not suit the role but i recognized her right away i was like me i know this person and i just looked her up i said yep it's alice from the magicians yay so you must have been excited i was happy to see her the few minutes she was on screen (laughs) 
Oh, but we'll see her more in the next episode. Yay. So anyway, things are looking up as things are looking down. Because we see that Temperance is the, the person that we believed her to believe to be in the beginning. A liar. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a magical liar. <laughs> because And let's hope that I actually... No, I was just yeah. going to tell them how we saw that in case they haven't seen it yet. Is that we see that she set up the situation in the forest to be able to become her daughter in the end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Next time. All right. Next time. All did right. we say? Did I say that that episode was the head and the heart? Because it was know, actually the burning of the sorrows. It's the I burning of the sorrows. Yeah, it's burning, burning of the sorrows. sorrows. And the reason that we are mentioning that is because we tried to take this earlier and we had to start over. So yeah. <laughs> That's why it might have gotten missed. But we're going now to review Head and, Head and the Heart, which is season two, episode two of The Lock and Key. This season is so good, even I though know. we're only on episode two. I know. I um, I kind of watched it like two and a half times <laughs> because um, just this episode. Yeah, because I um, I was going to review it, and at the beginning, I was like, wait, I don't remember this part. <laughs> like, the very, very beginning of it, they do one of those things, like, I guess they were testing the key they made, and they had tested, oh, it, yeah. tested it on somebody, and he melted, and I'm like, what? Aww. Oh, this is what I missed before. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't he a fisherman or something? Yeah, remember anybody melting? And then they were talking about the key and they went, oh, okay, yeah, the key didn't work. <laughs> they were trying to change I, him and he melted on them. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. You know, at first I'm thinking, oh, he's, this is where my mind goes, unfortunately. I was like, oh, he's a perv and he's gonna be like, hey lady, you want some? But no, right, he was right. being a really nice guy. and He was exactly. like, Mm-hmm. Miss, are you you're are you cold? What's wrong? I didn't even realize that it was it was Eden at first. I thought we had gone back in time, and I think that's because I had watched this immediately after watching Nancy Drew. And we have the names this week. Um, we already knew Nina. Uh, Tyler is the son, older son. Kinsey is the Kinsey. daughter. Bodie is the young, the young son, the short, the short dude. <laughs> um, Patrice, don't. Scott Cavendish is the uh, the one that for some reason I thought he looked Spanish. Um, then Gabe is when we knew Gabe. We knew Gabe. We knew uh, Gabe. Duncan was is her brother. Oh, Josh, we met this week. Um, Eden, we knew Eden. Um, Jackie, we knew Jackie. It was just the, it was basically the main character that for some reason was getting stuck in my mind. So, Kinsey? Yeah. Kinsey, Kinsey and Tyler. So, yeah. this, this week, after Gabe and Eden um, decide that they need to find another way to make the key they need, uh, we get into like the main story of how Gabe 
is going to get that information. And what does he do? Share with us. You mean when Bodhi is the only one at home? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to explain it. So anyway. Mm -hmm. But maybe we want to talk a little bit first about how he's hanging out with Kinsey and they're all on her bed and, you know, they're all intimate and romantic and she's like okay if we're gonna do that we're gonna have to back up because connor has disturbing news about jackie he says she's forgetting now even though they they had done um like she remembered but then suddenly now she's forgetting things about keith and that's when he said, when he said something like, well, you know, have you tried um, checking in with Gabe to see if he remembers or something? Or have you used the head key on him to get in his head? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I haven't. And then later, what you which, what Ashley was talking about, she asked permission. She didn't just do it. And he totally freaked out on her. Yeah, he totally freaks out on her. And understandably, she's upset because they're together. They're very intimate. And I don't know where I'm going with this. I mean, I guess, like, if we didn't know that he's actually evil, Uh per se, or what did you say, corrupt? I said he's he's the, the crook. The um, he's the enemy. Yeah, if yeah, I mean the audience knows that he's the yeah. enemy, right? So I mean, I, from our perspective, it's kind of like you know we're siding with Kinsey. We understand where she's coming from, but if he wasn't actually the enemy, do you think that her reaction was understandable? What do you think? Um, yeah. Because they're supposed yeah. to all be in this together. Otherwise, he wouldn't even know the secret. You know, because yeah, and then for the rest of the for the rest of the episode, she kind of blows him off, or she gives him the cold shoulder because of that yeah. incident. Yeah, and then um, another thing is Nina met Josh, who is a was like a history teacher. Yeah. And uh, at first I thought, oh my God, this is so basic. You know, oh, you're doing this wrong. And, you know, and she just kind of blows him off. Like, why are you trying to tell me my job? And he walks in and is telling her about the floors or the design or something and it being historical, epic or whatever. (laughs) And then he tells her basically she's doing something wrong. And she basically tells him to, I know what I'm doing. And then, so later, after their children have met, which is actually the most interesting and disturbing part of this to me, um, only because Jamie, the little girl, uh, talks with... um, With Bodie? Bodie, yes. And they're talking like they're high schoolers. 
they're just that was weird smart. they were too smart like okay remember your kid actors <laughs> you're not supposed to be talking like you're in high school right it was over the top to me like wow i get it i just feel like they could have acted more like children yeah you're right the conversation I actually enjoyed I actually enjoyed them together I thought oh this will be a nice really good friend for Bodie I was about to say Brody yeah. for Bodie but you're right they acted a little bit too mature for their age because how old is Bodie supposed to be not even older than eight maybe seven kind of hard to tell you for sure <laughs> yeah, they seem to have processed their feelings a little bit too well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know his age, but sometimes you, you just can't tell with it. Really, he hasn't had his growth spurt yet, you know? <laughs> he can't, definitely cannot be any older than 10. Oh, no, definitely not. So anyway, so Bodhi is wanting, uh, or test her to see if he can share his truth with her about the key. Yeah, I thought that's pretty fast, man. You guys need to stop being so loosey-goosey. I know. Keys. That's what I'm saying, too. That's too much, right? <laughs> you just but, met this girl. But I do understand partially because their mom doesn't have a clue that they want to maybe feel like they can share with they need to share with people because otherwise they have to keep it among themselves right and there's only three of them you know um no that is a really i do really like that aspect you know how everybody's kind of in on the secret but at the same time how many people know the secret i mean yeah. it seems like it's nearing 30 people maybe not that 30 many, people but... okay <laughs> No, but I mean, come on, we've got all of Kinsey's and Tyler's friends. Yeah, the three and of then... them. <laughs> yeah. But they're all like, oh, remember when they're like in the little film crew group and they're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool with how the keys can do that. All those people know right, about those keys. That's a lot of people. It's like a little committee. Yeah, it's like a little community. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, is pretty cool that they have their own little community, but they yeah. need to be careful. Yeah, that's true. But at least, apparently, what they're showing us, is there a way to test people to know if you can trust them? I, I want that key. <laughs> I want that key, too. The I want trust all key. the keys. That's trust key. We already have all the keys, but it's, it's kind of fun. But so, physically, I mean, physically, I want those keys too. That totally made me want an yeah. old castle with tons of old keys. Yeah, keys are fun. Um, yeah, I collected a couple for bracelets from uh, necklaces before. Um, so yeah, so he decides that she's trustworthy. And so he decides to share the secret with her. And then she's kind of like, dude, you know, I'm going to keep your secret. And then they're like walking to the car. And guess who is you know, her dad, which I'm sorry, we would never have known based on her curly hair. <laughs> yeah, I was but, not expecting him to show up. I mean, I think it's awesome, but it's kind of funny. 
So Josh, the jerk from earlier that Nina had met, ends up being um, her dad, um, Jamie's dad. And uh, of course, her mother has died, just like Bodie's dad has died. You know, do we see a setup coming from a mile or two miles or 10 miles? So he okay. walks, walks to the like car. Sorry, like you said, it's no, no. really basic, but I kind of like the storyline. Yeah, it gives her a reason to smile or get up in the morning or whatever. Because <laughs> she's clueless otherwise. <laughs> Nina is what we're talking about. She doesn't know what's going on around her because she's apparently an adult. Um, so there's going to be two adults. I, I love, I hate that word. That's why I said it. Um, adult? Adult. Um, like it. I know, like in Gilmore Girls, how does yeah. Lorelai say it? I hate that word. They're not adults because, you know, like, a true adults say adult. <laughs> adult. So anyway, okay. it's going to be Josh and Nina that don't have a clue. Um, yeah, they walk up to the car and she's like, wait, oh, you're her dad. <laughs> so, yeah, so know, we know that there's definitely gonna be some romantic stuff going on there yeah but anyways that was kind of interesting oh but they're they're planning their first play date already and they just met hello take a minute to get to know the guy well you know she thinks he's hot and he thinks that she's hot so they're like oh you know let's kind of get together and they can have a play date Mm, yeah anyways but what else did we find out remember nina says to him oh you live in the dorms and he's like yeah and then you're thinking that everything is pretty nonchalant and chill and then the music starts to turn as he's entering the house and he goes up to what was it his study or his office Mm -hmm. And then what do we see? I don't know. I'm lost. Is this Josh's house? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the actual yeah. house. We see lots of It house. was an actual house. It seemed pretty innocuous. I mean, if you weren't like watching, actually looking at the TV, you definitely yeah. would have missed it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Remember, I watched it twice, so I get a little confused. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so the house, I'm assuming, is Lock House. As soon as I saw it, without even knowing what it was, I assumed that's what it was. And then I thought, what? (laughs) Yeah, he's walking up the stairs, and you think that everything's pretty chill, but then you realize that the camera is spending way too much time on him, and that we're going to find out something is not completely right. And so he goes into his office, and we see that he has this kind of, um, not diagram, but a small what do you call it structure of of the house it's like a dollhouse it's like it's like a dollhouse but it's god what do you call it like the little display of not a dollhouse the, but it's a warehouse like it's a miniature a house. like a miniature yeah thank you oh my god thank you it's a little miniature version right yeah of of the Nina's home of yeah. the lock house yeah and, and it, you like, know it's just occurring to me how creepy that is because when I saw it literally when I was watching it 
I didn't think of it as anything. <laughs> I just thought, wait, is that locked closed? No, yeah, that's why I said it. I wondered yeah. if you missed it. It was very easy I to miss. Because I saw it and I assumed it was their house. The thing is, I didn't think of it as anything off. <laughs> well, that's we know I'm it has something to do with him teaching history. So we don't know. Just be that, yeah. Yeah, so we don't really know if he is actually up to some wrongdoing or I mean if he had no I don't want to say wrongdoing if he has ulterior motives ulterior motives for harassing her and <laughs> bringing his kid to this town or anything right and if he knows something about the keys yeah. or you know he could just be a history teacher that is really interested in the house he could just kind of be I mean, not even evil, but just not a nice guy. Or maybe he's trying to get to know her because he wants to know something about the house. That was the feeling that I got. So I'm, I'm going to read the synopsis they wrote of the storyline. It says, Tyler grows concerned over Jackie's memory loss. Gabe probes the locks for information about the key. And Nina meets a mansplainer at her new job. <laughs> mansplainer <laughs> well he did call himself the mansplainer oh did he yeah oh, I he, didn't said, know he, sorry for, he said Ooh. sorry for mansplaining the other day I don't or earlier that. um i'm so weird i'm surprised i missed that i usually that's something i usually catch um i think it's such a funny word um also that reminds me about um gabe we didn't talk about uh, Gabe and Bodie's experience with the keys. So yeah. when Gabe is at the house, I think he at first he was pretending to be interested in different keys. Um, and then finally, Bodie's like, oh my God, we had so much fun together. Is there anything else you want to do? And he's like, oh, I'm interested in a ghost key. And Bodie's like, yeah. oh my God, yes, hold on, I'll go get it for you. Innocent little Bodie didn't know that he was being he manipulated. Wanted somebody to play with at the house. You know? Yeah. And then the dude's like, well, don't do anything to my body while I'm missing from it. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going to happen here? And then as soon as, <laughs> as soon as I'm thinking this, he's like, he's like, um, his body falls on the floor and he's like, out of there because he has preconceived idea of where he wants to go. Um, he goes to the graveyard and is talking to this dead guy who hangs out at the graveyard and he's trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find out um, about another key, right? About how to make a key. Yeah, because uh, the one that they used yeah. at the beginning of the episode yeah. didn't work right. Exactly, right. So yeah, he's just kind of hanging over there trying to get information. And, you know, when I first watched it, I well turned around. What's happening here? And then um, Bodie's like, no, I'm not going to mess with your corpse while, while, it's lying on the, while it's lying in the hall. Okay, I missed that part. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> Which part did you miss? The part where he was like, no, I'm not going to do anything with your corpse. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to do anything. So you might have missed the mansplaining part, but I missed that part. <laughs> I, well, it took me a second. It's like, what? You're, what? 
Yeah, that seems a little bit too weird for this show. Yeah. Well, you know, but it's really just like astral plane, astral projecting, lucid dreaming. I mean, it's yeah, funny the way that they made it like a regular sentence. You know, even though I know about that stuff, I don't think I go around talking about it like that yet. (laughs) <laughs> he was very nonchalant about it. Yeah, don't exactly. mess with the corpse, okay? Yeah, don't mess with my body <laughs> while I'm out of it. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to mess with you. You know, like, I can go find another key to play with. I don't have to mess with your corpse. <laughs> That's probably what he's thinking. Like, ew. <laughs> go play with oh, the strength. I know key. what it was. He said, don't put, he said, don't put something on my forehead. That's what it was. He was, oh, the yeah. The Sharpie. Exactly. That's See, my I'm, mind is going like a little bit. Yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, it had yeah. the same idea, you know. Yeah. So anyway, that was kind of interesting, and, and uh, so we see what he was actually up to was to get the information from the guy from from the dead guy at the cemetery. And he's actually his. He's one of the, or the graveyard of Kinsey's relatives. Yeah, he is. Um. Yeah, but I. I'm, I'm assuming at some point someone's gonna talk to him about that conversation that he had with Dave. Well, you know what I was uncertain about when mm-hmm. he visited the Kinsey's uh, mm-hmm. ancestor at the grave. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if her ancestor, uh, aka the dead guy at the graveyard, <laughs> isn't that what you called him? Yeah. I wasn't sure if he I was on to Gabe. He seemed a little bit suspicious of yeah, him. Yeah, he did. He did. Chamberlain Locke. Chamberlain Locke, yes. Ch- Chamberlain. Chamberlain mm-hmm. Locke. He seemed a little bit suspicious of him, but by the time he flew away, he seemed like he was, you know, kind of okay with it. He was like... Kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Let him deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I would have been suspicious with, about it. You know, you want to make a key for my great, great, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're willing to die for that? I mean, to like, who ask are real, you, right? Yeah, who are you? Like, you, he just seemed like he was too intent. That's what he said. He told he told him it had something to do with giving Kinsey a gift or something, I think. Like yeah. He, he mentioned Kinsey during the conversation. Like I'm trying to surprise her, or I want to make her a special key, or something like that. Yeah, he used Kinsey in the conversation, but he had too many questions. But yeah. then again, this guy is dead, and I guess he doesn't really—he's not very sociable. So you know, <laughs> maybe yeah, we'll, he had we'll really nothing to be suspicious about. He seemed suspicious at first, though, for the yeah. first few seconds. So, you know, maybe if he is suspicious, maybe he gave him the wrong information, I guess, to find out. Oh, yeah, he could have. Yeah, like testing, one, two, three. So what else was going on? I think that's about it. Well, we brushed up a little bit on about how Jackie is starting to lose her memory of the keys. Right. Yeah, they didn't really talk that much about it this time. He, he mentioned it. He was, um, Tyler was concerned about it. 
because they went from oh i remember everything to oh what are you talking about oh oh my god how could we have missed this i don't know the whole part with uh their dad's old friend who used to be a part of the group who's not in a coma but who's catatonic remember that so they went are you still there they okay. there yeah they went there to see him yeah so kinsey says to her brother okay there's got to be a way to rectify this because our dad gordy? and his friends is it gordy what was her name was his name gordy I'm talking about the woman in the hospital oh, that they visited. Oh, yeah, yeah, the young, well, she used to be young, and I got you. Yeah. Aaron Bob. So, yeah, 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 Aaron, Aaron, right? Yeah, Aaron. Okay, yeah. so they go to the hospital because Kinsey says to her brother, they had found out a way i can't remember everybody's name the mom that was she played the mom in the fosters yes um ellie ellie Ellie. Ellie. okay so many names aaron ellie so ellie had said that they had found a way to remember even after they had grown up about the keys right and so kinsey says to her brother they found a way to remember and you know you're going to be 18 soon her brother's going to be 18 soon she'll be 18 in a couple years and they want to make sure that they can remember everything about the keys right and so they go visit Aaron in the hospital and they use the head key on her Mm -hmm. and she's been catatonic since she was a teenager I remember now yeah 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 a little dusty in there but they found her yeah it was a little dusty in there but they found her and she had i guess been in this sense of uh like fight or flight for what like 30 years right or something yep at least (laughs) and so she comes out of her catatonic state she actually is the one that takes the key out of the back of her neck and she wakes up somebody's waking up yeah that was true I remember that you know I don't know it was a very pivotal point in the episode but it seemed kind of buried at the same time yeah but it was important I think yeah yeah so I think we covered everything now Oh, they, yeah. they they mentioned the movie called The Lobster. Oh yeah, <laughs> The Lobster. The other the other lobster movie. <laughs> and the only other kind of minorish thing that we had going on was, was his name the Cavendish guy? Mm-hmm. That's Kinsey's other love interest, the one she dated before Gabe. Right. Yeah. So he might be going away. Yeah. And Kinsey, you know, Gabe is a little bit jealous about Kinsey's feelings towards him. And he He asks her, oh, are you going to be upset if he goes away? Yeah, but he's only jealous because of who he really is. Yeah. (laughs) You know. Yeah, only because of who he really is. Pretending to be a person in love with her. 
he's really just a villain. Yeah, he's and that makes him super interesting. Yeah. Oh, and Eden, Eden, I I think him and Eden make a great duo. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh wait, who was that at the beginning of the episode? That monster, the person in the cage. Yeah, I don't know who that was. That was uh, someone they had captured and assumed they could maybe use them at some point later, I guess. Unless there was someone that changed because of their experiment. I don't know what they're doing in there. So much to discover. That's true. I almost forgot about that. But yeah, that was about it. Okay, now I think we finally covered everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a lot. So, we have a quick review uh, today of a movie I watched for you guys because I think I would have stopped watching it uh, (laughs) early on Mm -hmm. if I wasn't going to review it. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, it, it is interesting though. It's called The Blame. It was a okay. movie, and there is one, five young people. There was a brother, a sister, um, a guy who was like the sister's boyfriend, and then one of their, and then two of their friends, you know, like both girls. There's, yeah, two girls. Anyway, they are going on, going to go. This is a horror movie, spoilers for the entire horror movie, like an hour and a half. Um, they're going to go on a trip to Wisconsin. And since I spent a lot of time in Wisconsin, I thought it might be interesting to watch. Um, so what they do is like, they, they, they do this movie kind of interesting. It's like, you know, you get the kind of linear version of it, which also gets the version of like, oh, we know something has already happened. We know mm. someone has died. Like in the beginning, we find that out. So they give like a flashback version of a lot of it. And then toward the end, they do like the linear part again. So anyway, so what what happens is they, um, as you're watching it, you kind of see the things that have happened along the way, Um, but you really have to pay attention. (laughs) So no looking on your phone. So they, um, during the trip, what happens is they end up in a car accident. Um, because you know, everyone's like asleep, you know, and he's driving and he, um, suddenly can't see anything. It's like snow and oh he, runs, he runs into something and, um, so after he runs into something, you know, everyone's pretty much okay in the car, but they have to find somewhere to stop because he really can't, he really can't see the drive. So they, but they do see a light that so basically gets to the light and the light is um, a um, school. And um, this is one of those movies where you're like, people, they're, they're so in a hurry, they don't always take time to see what's going on. So they, mm-hmm. see, they see the school. Okay, it's a school. They don't knock to see if anyone's in there. It just looks like it's vacant. They just like, break into the place how was it even open was it, it at night it it wasn't open it was just the light that was on you know how you know how places like that tend to have lights on a lot you know either yeah. inside or outside so 
say this is something I took any time to see if anyone was there or you know it looked they say oh it looks deserted so I guess that's the excuse for break just breaking on in and going inside to get inside and then immediately they split up oh my god <laughs> because that's the natural thing because that makes a lot of sense you go to an unknown place you know you and your friends and you just start going in different directions I don't think so one goes okay let's split up and be as vulnerable as possible exactly so one goes downstairs into the dark even though they have a flashlight oh Oh my god (laughs) and then the and then the people who are left at the door like the guy who's driving the car decides to go back outside to get something and i think someone followed him out but then the other two people stand at the door they split into different directions too instead of staying together and i just thought this is like the worst horror movie ever for the best, you know, because they all have this same thing, like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, long story short, at the end, two people are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the end, two people are dead. And um, so turn this off if you don't want to know the ending ending. So let's just turn off the show right now. Very end. So when the cops get there, you know, they already got their story straight as it happened. Um, but actually what's the, the kicker is they don't actually know what happened. This is like the, the best part of the movie is finding out what actually happened because the entire movie is about assumptions. What someone thought, what someone said, what someone saw. <laughs> no one has any way of knowing what actually happened. So the, um, the girlfriend of the guy driving died. And they assumed someone killed her because someone saw a shadow somewhere. So it's like the whole movie is based on the assumption that maybe someone else that was in the building when they got there. Now we don't know if this is something that they made up or if it's something they just assumed because they went into a building that they didn't know what was happening. So it's kind of interesting at the end of the movie we actually find out that what happened to the girl is that she was trying to do something in one of the rooms and she actually died of an accident. The guy who they thought might have, her brother, who was actually her stepbrother, was shot because the the driver was upset and thinking he actually killed his sister and he shot him with a bow and arrow. Oh my God. At the end, the cop you know, because what happened is they found the footage. They had, you know, cameras there. And so at the very, very, very end, after asking questions, and one of the answers the guy had given him, I never even played cops and robbers, you know, I'm not violent, blah, blah, blah. But in the car on the way there, they had been watching a homemade movie of these two people as children playing Western, you know, shoot, shoot, shoot each other. And the two boys do this had done this thing where one of them shot the other and so this movie it's exactly what happened. They were best friends. Isn't that crazy? So it's interesting. I give it about a five. I do think the ending was pretty genius. Because he there's the proof is first of all, there's all the proof. They have the camera they have the cameras. And they have that video in the car. So he shot him for no reason. And he had predict it had been predicted when they were younger. 
And what is the name of this movie? It's called The Blame. It's, I believe it's on streaming on Prime. On Prime. I did, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I know I spoiled it for you, but I don't know if you want to spend an hour and a half checking it out. <laughs> Except no, it seems like get... the kind of movie where maybe no. you could watch it with somebody else and make fun of it. Yeah, probably. So anyway, that's my review. Okay. Like yeah. So guys, I guess we will see you next time. Um, this is going to be, we're going to be doing, um, I think we're going to go ahead and we're going to do the same shows next time. Gonna... Yeah, Nancy, Drew, and Lock and Key. Right, because we're waiting for Dynasty to come back to do Selling Sunset. So we'll get back to some glamour. Yeah. Until next time, have you have a great week. <laughs> Bye.